Good morning, everyone. It is August 14th at 7.41. Hope you all are having a wonderful day today. I have a bit more foam than usual on my latte. I'm trying to pour it down. For a while there, I was using my second favorite soy milk and it doesn't foam up nearly so much, but the Trader Joe's and sweet soy milk is everything one could want in foam. There, first sip is actually mostly foam. And there's nothing wrong with that. Here we go to the passageway of doom. bush is really beautiful right now. Maybe I'll try to get a picture of that today. The hummingbirds and butterflies have really been hitting it hard. It kind of, for those not familiar, it kind of looks like a, similar to a lilac. I think it is a kind of lilac, but with um, dark purple blossoms, or at least this variety. This is the black night butterfly bush. Garden is looking nice and damp. Last night, we had a storm come in, and my Dark Sky app, which I love, uh, Dark Sky, it tells you when it's going to rain, and so I, and I, if you have the alert set up, so I got an alert saying, and it had been getting kind of dark, <laughs> there's even more Choi out here today, I really should have brought the broom, maybe we should go back and get the broom, eh, I don't know, I'm waffling, can I pick my way around these, let's see if we can. Yeah, we better get the broom. Sorry, that means the second time through the passageway of doom and more noise. But anyway, the dark sky alert came up saying heavy rain starting in seven minutes. So I told David, so he brought the car in because heavy rain can also mean hail in our neck of the woods. Here we are getting the broom. See, one thing about those Choya birds, even though I'm wearing my sandals, if I get one to the side, then they'll sort of curve around and hit my foot. They are sneaky son of a guns. All right. So lots of detritus, too, from this rain last night. So David went and brought the car in, and sure enough, this one reason why dark sky is so great is because it is remarkably amazing, or remarkably amazing, remarkably accurate. Oh, god dang it. See, now I got a choya burr on the side anyway. Oh, hang on. Sorry for loudness. Yeah, <laughs> this one sandal, I must have stepped in a mess of them. This is why people get terribly annoyed with pack rats. So, you know, when they say the skies opened up, boy. This, that was an accurate analogy for what happened last night. It just was torrents of rain. Just like someone was standing over us with a huge basin of water pouring down. There. There was a lot of choya in my sandals, and that was after sweeping. 
There we go. All right, now we can proceed with our podcast. Please forgive this temporary interruption in our program. So I have no idea how much fell. We we don't have a rain gauge. We should. Um, But it was just, uh, yeah, just amazing. You know, one of those things where standing puddles form almost immediately. And I suppose that's something that's fairly typical of the landscape around here because we have this kind of clayey, hard-baked desert soil. So that's one reason why we get a lot of flash floods here because the water runs off very easily instead of soaking in. I'm getting the last of the choya burrs out of my other sandal. Aren't we glad I got the broom? That was effective. So more grape leaves are down. Oh, and my seat is wet. Oh well, it's already wet. Can't get wetter. So, there. There's a sip with actual coffee in it. Not just foam. My mother gave me this milk frother, and it's like one of my favorite things. It's a Breva Milk Cafe from Williams-Sonoma. And it both heats and froths. And it is just one of my favorite things. So, yesterday I didn't hit word count. I had to leave the house early to go for an appointment. And then I came back and I just don't like to write in the later afternoon. It's once it's, I could just tell it's done. Sometimes I can dig more out if I've been writing consistently, but once I've been out and having to talk to people <laughs> and do all of that, it's just no good anymore. So I um, dealt with the class that I'm teaching, which ends in a couple of days, and then I did some financial stuff and all good things to get caught up on. And then um, David and I watched Extinction, a Netflix movie. I was reading in the IMDb trivia that it was a movie that um, was originally produced, I think, by Universal and then cut from distribution at the last moment. And I believe the word said unloaded on Netflix. And, yeah, it started out with kind of an interesting premise. Um, uh, This guy, Michael Pena, who's been kind of played the sidekick or buddy on a lot of cop movies Uh, he is married to, oh now I'm not going to be able to think of her name, Bad Jeffy Uh, I don't know if I can look it up, anyway I might think of it, she um, played the best friend in another movie, I, I thought she was the gal from 10 Things I Hate About You but that was the wrong wrong decade for that genre of movie. I'll think of it. Maybe I can look it up. Let's see. If I get cut off, it's your fault for wanting to know. <laughs> so anyway, it starts out with this premise that the um, Michael Pena is like having these nightmares about alien invasion. Oh, Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. I really like her. I don't know why she hasn't done more stuff. Uh and I'll tell you who she was. Maybe you guys are out there yelling out the answer. Too bad I can't hear you. Um, mean Girls. She was Janice Ian in Mean Girls. You know, the, the, the real friend for 
for uh, boy, I'm not being able to think of my words this morning. Um, <laughs> Come on, Jeffy. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. That's all these L's. Lindsay, Lizzie. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan's real friend, along with the big guy. Anyway, none of this mattered. I don't know why I tangented into it. Maybe I need more coffee. Anyway, Michael Pena is this guy who's having nightmares about an alien invasion, and his wife doesn't believe him. And one of the interesting things about the movie is that it was filmed in Belgrade, Serbia, and it was really neat to see that city and see a lot of the new and pretty construction there. Um, but it was one of those movies where you could tell that there's going to be a twist where things aren't really as they appear, you know, and you think, well, maybe his nightmares are the real thing and his real life is the fake thing. And it, and yeah, there is a twist, which I won't spoiler for you, but I don't know. It was just like not quite executed right. It, there were a lot of logic holes in it. Um, yeah, just a lot of logic holes. And, and then it became sort of like after the big interesting reveal, uh, which was the cool part of the movie, still happened at like, I don't know, if it might have been midpoint. It might have been the Act 2 climax. But then like the rest of the movie carried on as if that reveal didn't change anything. And it just sort of continued in the exact same running and shooting and escaping and weeping and it just was it was kind of a hot mess so I don't know what it wasn't it wasn't very long and it's on Netflix so if you have that it's free or relatively free we probably shouldn't think of that as free we did cancel I finally canceled our DVD aspect of the Netflix membership you know, we, for a long time, we were DVD only. We were pretty early adopters for Netflix, mostly because we didn't have a video store near us out here in the country. So we would have the DVD only plan and then sort of moved grumpily into streaming. And then our grumpitude transformed into, as it so often does, embracing it. And now we stream everything so much that uh, we forget we have the DVDs and we forget to keep the queue updated and so finally I just decided you know this is just dumb we should just cancel the physical DVD part one less thing to think about and Netflix kept offering me deals to do something else other than cancel you know which you know it's just like well you know and, and then they asked why I wanted to cancel and I was like you know we just don't watch the DVDs anymore. You know, part of it is that David does a lot of the movie picking and he always likes to click through and pick things according to his mood and I was handling most of the DVD ordering and he never wanted to watch the things that I ordered and I never cared enough to insist and we'd forget about them. This one we've had, I bet we've had for two or three months. So that's probably not very interesting, but you know, hey, Mark this day down in history is when we gave up ordering DVDs through the mail. So, anyway, today I'm going to try to make up some of that word count if I can, because tomorrow I travel to Worldcon, and that's in San Jose, 
and I will get in tomorrow evening and then I will be in a board meeting for science fiction and fantasy writers of America all day on Thursday a business meeting on Friday morning there is a I am supposed to be on a self-publishing panel late in the day on Thursday but I'm supposed to be in the board meeting so I don't know how that's going to work I guess we'll just maybe the board meeting will be over that would be really nice wouldn't it and I don't see it happening we've got a kind of big several things to thrash out and decide and there's a I'm trying to decide if I want to comment on this. That's probably pretty much common knowledge that there's a protest planned at Worldcon, uh, protesting Sefwa, uh, mainly accusing Sefwa of sheltering pedophiles, which kind of gives you an idea of. I, I could go on the record of saying that no, this is not something that we do. <laughs> uh, a lot of that is because of. Marion Zimmer Bradley, who has is now gone, um, at the revelations of her and her husband and pedophilia, which are truly awful and horrifying, uh, but nobody is supporting or sheltering that. It's um, it's really, it's a tactic. It's um, a way of trying to make Sefwa look bad, and there's apparently going to be counter protesters and all of that. Um, just kind of wearying when the whole point is to be there to celebrate books and reading and writing, but uh, it's a political time, and people are finding it fruitful to do things like call attention to themselves this way. So, we'll be doing all of those things. And then I come back. I come back this weekend. And my birthday is next week. So that'll be fun. We are uh, on my birthday itself. We're having a couple of visiting writers in town. Mary Robinette Kowal and John Scalzi are going to be at George R. R. Martin's John Cocteau Theater. So we're going to listen to them. read and stuff. I, I think I'm going to go and Dorinda's talking about coming up and maybe uh, Minerva will come down from Taos and join us so we could do dinner and writer talk and stuff. I thought I'd ask Mary and John if what their plans are. Maybe we could do breakfast the next day or something. I, it's tempting to do big socializing when I need, really need to uh, be finishing this book. Arrows of the heart. It's going. It's going well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep fading out thinking about the book. Yeah, it's going fine. I um, am at a convalescent point. It's kind of post a big battle, and that's always always feels like slow writing because it's partly that slow healing and having to adapt and get better. But it, and it's um, there's a lot of internal change that goes on too, so my heroine's really having to grapple with who she is. The little Hummer is really flitting around. Can you hear her chirping? Now she's sitting there watching me. 
She's got a very big belly. I don't know if that means she's going to lay more eggs or if she's just getting ready to fly south. Most of our hummingbirds fly down to Mexico during the winter. And so right now they're just all fattening up. Oh. <laughs> and comes the little hummingbird battle. I've been thinking about Orchid Throne a lot, too, which is funny. I don't usually think about two books at once, but I think I mentioned I'm going to be revising Orchid Throne immediately after I'm done with Arrows. And, uh, oh, I probably should tell you, I, I've set a release date for Arrows. It's going to be on or about October 9th. I don't think I'm going to do a uh, pre-order for it. I might change my mind on that, but my plan is not to do... No, I'm not going to do a pre-order. So just stay tuned and watch for it, but I'll be announcing once it's available. Uh, the reason I don't want to do a pre-order is because I have to have it uploaded several days before in order for the pre-order to take, and I'm, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to screw that up just in case because I'm going to be pulling this one fairly tight. So yeah, I was thinking about, oops, sorry, scratching myself and hit the microphone. Thinking about Orca Throne and I don't know anything in particular. I was just thinking about some of the scenes this morning. Thinking about whether I need, not I need to add to it. It's probably like those, it's sort of like a, the matrimonial cold feet. You know, you start wondering, did I do everything I need to. I mean, I still have time to revise so I can add stuff in. Um, my editor did ask me to add in some stuff early on, a couple of scenes, and I'm trying to decide if what I could do with those if I could. Well, in fact, now I'm getting an idea. Hmm, I might have to write that down. Sorry, I know that's annoying to listen to. Um... I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to spoiler it for you when you finally get to read the book. But I am thinking that, uh, eh, eh, how can, no, you're right. I can hear you all saying, uh, Colleen is out there saying, no, don't say it if it doesn't make you comfortable. You're, you're always so sweet that way on Facebook. Um, yeah, I, I tend to be really careful of spoilers, even if they're things that a lot of people aren't considering, aren't, don't consider to be terribly spoilery because I think it, ruins part of the fun of the discovery of reading it. So yeah, I'll um, keep that to myself, but I do think that that might be the, the right thing to do. Oh, wow, it's already 19 minutes. I hope today wasn't too quiet. It's looking like it's more quiet than usual. Maybe I'm just being quiet. My allergies are acting up a little bit. That fall pollen burst, too. Well, I think that's... I've wound down, clearly. Um, I will try to... I don't know if I will podcast tomorrow morning, since I might try to hit it early so I can get word count. Oh, I wish that was a loud car. That road's not that close, either. Might be a motorcycle. <laughs> um... 
I'm going to try to get word count before I have to head to the airport tomorrow, so I may skip podcasting. But Thursday morning, I'm going to meet uh, the fabulous and delicious Kelly Robson for coffee, and we are going to share first cup of coffee with each other and with you. So that'll be fun. And maybe I'll get someone else for like Friday and Saturday mornings. We'll see. All right. Here I go. I'm taking my broom and going inside. Clearing a couple more choya out of the way. I hope that you all have a wonderful day. It was lovely to share my first cup of coffee with you. And I will talk to you, if not tomorrow, on Thursday. Bye-bye.